You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to Go Plug Yourself. We've been talking to awesome people in Montreal since 2011. Just a friendly reminder that if you're going to be buying anything on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, uh, go to 9to5.cc first and click the links at the bottom or in the sidebar so that we get a bit of that money. Uh, f- also, follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and enjoy the show. Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. No, this is what I'm starting. <laughs> I no, no, no. I haven't been recording up okay. until you all. Okay. First of all, your mic's way out there. We're uh, we're discussing we we're discussing the uh, don't even the Halloween bloodstains Halloween over blood from bath. the Halloween night. Fight Halloween spectacular that happened right here can in Commodore. Can we go off the record? No. Yeah, we can. What, why? No, that would mean editing for me, and no, it's no, so no. annoying. I, I'm, I have a very tight window. <laughs> not I deep off the record. Not deep off the record. But is, is off the record the fact that uh, Scott actually pulled people from outside unwillingly into it to pack the place? He was, like, dressed as... Who? Oh, my, no. No, 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 no. Who are you dressed as? You, I just saw blood all over you, and due to the hair and beard, I was like Charlie Manson. But then you had no swastika on your forehead, so everyone just assumed I was Char- Charlie Manson. No, he was, uh, I was, a, um, I uh, was Richard Kimball. Richard Kimball. But I thought you were what's his face? No, the the night before when you were just had like a jean shirt. On. Oh yeah, I was Steve Earle. You were Steve night. Earle. He, the night before he was <laughs> Steve Earle. He just had <laughs> a pants and a denim shirt on. I was like Steve Earle, and he's like, nope, Friday. I'm lucky that I look like a wide range of crazy people. <laughs> Steve Earle is in the cra- Oh. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Oh, we're here with Scott Andrew Carter, Walter. The uh, new face of fear, Scott <laughs> Andrew Carter. <laughs> he even knows what you're... He doesn't know what you're talking about, but he knows what you're talking about because I've showed him. <laughs> exactly. He's... <laughs> the, the the wrestling thing the the, the, the that you the, look like that one the dude. voodoo oh, hill yeah the yeah. voodoo hillbilly wizard that they have that. now Scott Carter looks like Luke Harper of the Wyatt family yeah exactly like he's a he's and I'm just as tall and muscular yes yeah, just exactly. as tall you're like one point five he's like one point five times as big as you I want to say maybe maybe more. maybe Pro- more maybe than even that. a full two yeah, I mean, maybe almost <laughs> a full double. He's, he's probably pushing three three fifty. He's a large man. He's very he's large. Like I see. Six, 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 Scott, yeah, what do you like? Exactly. Six one. I, I'm like five eleven and a half. Six wow. He's like I don't know. I, I went way tall. I went. I went. I WWE'd your height there. Yeah, yeah, thank exactly. you for that. Apparently, they do that to hockey players also, where Why? just to not make them seem like really breakable. Like it's like a thing that they'll like misprint guys' weights and heights. To try to like take a bit of a target off of them because if they're like if the other team knows that there's a guy that's five six one fifty they're just gonna like let's break him and like smash into the wall. It's also crazy how many hockey players are from parts unknown. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's just when Don Cherry can't pronounce the country's name. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, but we have check the, us, uh, check have, us, uh, parts unknown. Hey. <laughs> Death Valley. There's a lot of players from Death Valley. Yeah. Truth or consequence, also. <laughs> Weirdly, New Mexico has a lot of Battle Creek, players. Michigan. Was Cactus Jack originally from Truth or Consequences, yeah. New Mexico? Yeah. He was. Yeah. yeah. You could probably do a pretty good Cactus Jack costume, also. Uh, I actually kind of just looked like Mick Foley when I was wearing a <laughs> uh, just a white shirt. Somebody, uh, uh, that guy wearing the the Scream outfit, walked in. He's like, "Oh, hey, mankind!" I'm like. Actually, that's probably sure. a better better sure. idea for my costume than I had. Sure, why not? <laughs> well, that's you know what's very funny, actually. 
And here, here's, here's this the, is if podcast listeners get ready for the big laugh. No, it's not even. Here's you said it was very blower. funny. Here's gonna be a mind blower. Oh, okay, you were actually dressed up like Richard Kimball, and I remember I remember reading in Mick Foley's book mm. that he based the mandible claw finishing move he used on a actual hold maneuver that was developed by none other than the. Harrison Ford, real, real life inspiration for the Richard Kimball character, because you know the thing was a—he was a real dude, right? I guess I don't know, man. Yeah, no, like, no, no. The fugitive <laughs> was based on a real guy, and he like, didn't kill his wife. It was a real thing. So an actual falsely accused guy who ran away from a made, train, and he made the mandible claw thing, <laughs> and, and he developed the mandible claw. And he, he developed the mandible. This claw. Is, I gotta look this up. Does he, it work? It, well, it hurts. The, like, the idea, I'm sure it would idea, really, I think, really I suck. I feel like the idea is that it presses on a major artery or nerve or something, and it's supposed to like legit knock you out. Like I don't know. All I know is that it, okay, it's painful. It's Here's fun. the thing yeah, no that shit. I discovered today. Uh, do you ever like to, lick, actually today? Do you have you ever tried to like lick the inside of the back of your mouth by like twisting your tongue backwards? No, that's I've insane. never done that once. That's yeah. the weirdest thing anyone's no. ever asked. I, me. I do that every now and then. Keith, God and damn it. today my Keith. tongue touched a part of something in the back. I don't know what that like instantly made my eyes water, and I wanted to sneeze. And, and I was your like, uvula. You touched <laughs> your own uvula. That's a. Everybody knows what that is. That's. The but little, I don't think I should be able. Punching bag. It's I don't think the, I should, exact, It's the punchy the bag punching bag that you when when a child draws an open mouth, they know to draw the little dangly bit. I don't think you should be able to touch that with your tongue. I was like, that was weird, and I was like, what was I doing? I don't think you should be able to do that. <laughs> so I think there should be a design in the human mouth. Did you know that if, if you had two uvulas side by side, right. it would look like a ball sack in your mouth? Totally would. Hey, now. <laughs> Scott, you know who do I... Do you think you could swallow your tongue and choke? Because I was briefly worried about that. Yes. Only yeah. if you're multiple migs under the uh, hypnosis of Hannibal Lecter. Mm. I think you have to cut your uh, frenulum. In your tongue, is that tongue-ulum? what that is? Is that what the frenulum is? That's a that frenulum. is not what the frenulum. Oh no, there's, there's multiple frenulum. Oh yeah, there's. We're talking about the, the little, the little, the little. Yeah, I know what that is. But what's the other? What's the other one? What's the that's one I'm on thinking the of? The wiener frenulum. Yes. So a frenulum is basically any little like skin that holds another bit of skin down. Yeah. <laughs> huh. I instantly feel fucking in the morning. You know, this is a new podcast. Actually, this is episode one of Learning Things with Scott. Learning Things with Scott. <laughs> Scott's gonna replace Keith eventually. Hmm. Guys, you wouldn't believe how many. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, Scott's already moved into the comedy works, replacing someone, and now they're going to replace yeah. me on the podcast. I'm the replacement, everybody. Nice. Oh, uh, you know what? What? Guys, we're having such a good time. And, um,. You gotta bring so it down. I'm, I'm so I'm so happy Scott was here though this weekend because like I was um and you know what it's too bad Leland could be here too. I actually wanted um. I tried to get a couple different people on the podcast before you, Scott. I don't want you to feel insulted by that. That, that, that is very insulting. One of the one <laughs> of those people. Thank, thank one, you for that. One of those people was actually nineteen eighty six Stanley Cup champion winning Chris Knuckles Nyland. Knuckles didn't win in ninety six. Eighty six, he did. Eighty six, yes. Eighty six. I heard ninety six. No, not, of course, yeah, I was of like, course what are you didn't talking win about. I know that doesn't even make sense. Is he going to come on the show? Are we going to get Knuckles on the show? I would love to get Knuckles on the show. Would you, would, you, wouldn't be, would you like to have Knuckles on? I think Keith? that'd be great. Do you know? Do you know who 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 uh, Knuckles? Chris you're Knuckles a baseball Nylons guy, right? Uh, Knuckles, the character from Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. Also, a famous that, I would I would have him on as well. Yeah, exactly. He's an echidna. Do you want to know something weird about echidnas? Look up their sexual organs. I know. They're weird that way. <laughs> Once again, Mr. Nyland, we're not talking about your sexual organs. Yeah, we're talking about echidnas. Echidnas now. 
Yes, different spiny knuckles. ones. Yeah, spiny echidnas. Kind of like, do Weird. you know this? I know that I would like to have Chris Nyland on the show, and I don't think we should be talking about the sexual <laughs> organs of a quasi-mythical creature. It's not quasi-mythical. It's a real thing. <laughs> anyway, Everything in Australia so, so is So knuckles, knuckles. Is it real? And, and echidna's real? Echidna's a real thing. But they don't thing. fucking glide. And shit. No, but they, they are spiny, and they have they have weirder powers. So which why do they have? So why does? Dicks. So why does Sonic <laughs> decide they can glide? Because um, they got six testicles and two dicks. And they were like, "Let's get rid of that power and give them gliding." Because kids yeah. won't understand the six Scott, testicles. Scott, you're like two a dicks. year old. With, you're thirty in the nose. Yeah. Did you have? Were you? Did you have a Genesis as a kid? Yeah. Yeah, I did. did. Yeah. I loved it. Did you have have the? Um, the thing where you could like the, the Sonic and Knuckles cartridge, where you yeah, can lock snap on. the lock other, on technology, snap in the, the snap in the other cartridge into it, so you could play like so you could suddenly play Sonic Two with Knuckles, with Knuckles which is the goddamn best. Let me tell you, yeah, Sonic. They put they program it. They programmed it in a way they were geniuses ahead of their time. They program, programmed it in a way that these levels you've played a thousand times on a Sonic Two yeah. all of a sudden had new shit in them because you could access it with Knuckles. And I'm like, how did they know? It's like, who do they? Who? <laughs> how did say, they do this? How did they program? This? I was literally just about to say that Sorry, Sonic Three when you when you do the Sonic and Knuckles and you plug in Sonic Three, Sonic Three has a lot of that where you're like, oh shit, I'm actually getting to areas. Sonic Two, it's kind of half ass. Like you climb up this wall that you shouldn't be able to get. To and there's like ten coins. It feels it feels a lot more game breaking in Sonic Two when you're just fucking flying and climbing walls to fucking anywhere. And you're like, what's going on? Sonic Three had the same thing, but you, I think that they knew it was coming a little bit better. Let me so they built the levels Sonic in Sonic Three. Let me take, uh, that was fucking groundbreaking. Fuck Sonic Three blew my mind. I don't think I'd really played much of Sonic Three, but Sonic. 3D sucks. Oh yeah, Sonic 3D dick. was terrible. Yeah, remember Sonic playing 3D that? Was I think it was released on the Saturn, possibly. Yeah, it was Sega yeah. Saturn. And like, I never had a Saturn, but then I got the the thing for like the the Do PlayStation Two. You know why you 2, never had a Saturn? Because nobody like did. Nine people. Japanese yeah. kids had a Sega Saturn. <laughs> yes. Do you want to know something really fun about the Sega Honestly, Saturn? Honestly, the Sega CD was so much better. I remember. I remember the like Sega two children having a debate when I was in grade six, and I had no idea what they were talking about. The like, Sega Saturn, the Panasonic 3D, couldn't process transparent textures. Like it was the processing in it was incapable of it. It didn't have the capacity. So if ever something was supposed to be like transparent, like water or like a window, they had to just do like a shitty mesh of actual like polygons that weren't all the way there. So it looked like fucking trash garbage. Like this is like it just couldn't. Like you could put a game like a PlayStation game next to a Saturn game, and a Saturn game had this like garbage mesh on anything that should be see through. It just couldn't fucking handle see through. And I'm like, MS Paint can handle see through. Like, I can make things see-through on MS Paint with a little transparency click. The Saturn could not do that. When did this turn so nerdy? When uh, we Keith, started talking. Really you brought in Sonic and Knuckles. Actually, no, Chris. Chris. We were talking fuck? about Chris, Chris Ni- Knuckles. Chris Nyland, anyway. Not we, on the show, We would way. love for you <laughs> to be <laughs> on our show. You could be the next Scott Carter. <laughs> exactly. I actually know quite a bit about hockey. We won't just bog you down with this geeky bullshit from the 90s. Keith <laughs> probably still will, though. I'll try. I'll try. Anyway, so Dad, do you know who Knuckles and Island is? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, yeah, 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 yeah. I love hockey. Yeah. Do you? I thought you were a baseball guy. I love both. You love all sports or just those no, two? No, I don't. I don't like basketball. Okay. What about uh, big into curling though? Football. I love football. Mm-hmm. American. American. And Canadian. Ooh, not Canadian. Yeah. European. No, no. God. My no. How about arena league football? No. Oh yes. Yeah. What about rugby? <laughs> How do you feel about rugby? I like rugby. There's I like just the playing world, it more than I There was just the World it, Cup, right? Yeah. The World Cup just passed. Let's get back to Arena League football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Arena Great League sport. Football. Uh, Great lingerie sport. League football. No. 
No. Let's bring up the XFL. Yeah. yeah. XFL, XFL was, was not Arena League, though. Remember, but it was a modified Arena uh, rules. Remember when they had an opening, like an opening starting to the game was like a run to the football to see who gets the first yeah. ball? Yeah, uh-huh. and, and, and the then, first uh, ever match, a guy got broken. <laughs> yeah, he like tore his MCL <laughs> running oh to the ball. God. And they're like, well, this is just dangerous. <laughs> like, we have 300 pound men charging at one another. <laughs> When I was <laughs> in elementary school. And now the world has Mama Longa. <laughs> is what now? <laughs> he was a player. <laughs> or he hate me, too. He yeah, hate he, me. He that's, hate that's me. who I know about. Yeah. Yeah. When we were uh, in elementary school, we used to play a game, like a gym game, called Hey You, Give Me That Ball. Have you ever played this game? Have you ever heard of this game? I think it might have just been like the concoction of my crazy ass gym this teacher. to get racist. I no, think. what? This sounds like he's gonna get racist. Not at all. So no. anyway, the idea was we had this very Don't hard, knuckles. hard <laughs> foam ball. Like it was, we laid out all the flat mats, like the uh, like the gymnastic mats, like the ones that are just maybe like three inches thick. You know those mats, and like like they velcroed them into a big square, and there was a ball in the middle, and then everybody sat on their knees across from it, and you numbered each other, like say like one to twelve, and they were all equal distance apart. So it was like two teams of twelve, and the gym teacher would say three and then the two children who are designated as three would run to the ball grab it and try to bring it back to their side and then you just wrestle the other kid and try to like pin him and stop him and get the ball away from him and pin it to the other it was just like american gladiators and i don't understand why we were playing as children it sounds like your uh, your gym teacher uh was a pervert <laughs> you guys want to hear a cool story fun fact that gym teacher dated one of my friends parents there it is <laughs> Yes. Yeah, no, it was weird as shit, and it was, like, really violent. Like, it was insanely violent. Did you have those big, like, pole vaulting mats in your in your school? Your yeah, team? of course. Like, oh, the, like the, the really thick ones? The really, really yeah. thick yeah. ones, yeah. and yeah. you could do a spot onto them. They're great. And, like, in the cushioning. So our gymnasium had a stage. Like, it was the stage at, I used like, to gym and auditorium. I, I, so you could, go, like, you could put boxes of stuff on the stage so you'd be even higher. Oh, yeah. And then, like, fucking flip off oh, yeah. into the stage. Same things. here. Yeah. Why did they all have stages? Because it was doubled as the auditorium. Why did they? Like, it was Nowhere a... Is that the cafeteria? Stages. How the cafeteria had a stage? <laughs> did your cafe... Is that what you no, just said? No, our gym had a stage. Our goddamn my comedy cafeteria, club My has cafeteria a stage. had a stage. Yeah, one either the caf or the gym has a stage in all <laughs> schools, I my, think. No, but, like, my... Um, <laughs> My, my You're not going to build room, the whole auditorium for fucking. No, like, my room was after, actually, My school. room was actually referred to as the cafetorium. Wow, I'm not you even joking. You went to a weird school. It was actually called a cafetorium. Was it referred? Cool. When you're saying that, was it referred to by everyone? Administration. Oh. It was like it was in memos and stuff. Like it was you, in a goddamn. You read a lot of inner office head memos on down at to your the cafetorium. <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, okay, so big spot. Yeah, see, see me on this one, guys. Uh, so like for those like, a couple years, I like I get there early in the morning. And I'd hang out with a couple kids, and we would. Is this like, racist? No, and and the, the the thing came out one morning with like the uh, the, the big mat we were screwing because like the holy god, is that that sounded like the uh, comedy works phone? <laughs> <laughs> it did. And the uh, anyway, so the big mat came out because the the, the 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 custodian, the uh, janitor. Was mm-hmm. like moving some stuff out of like this little narrow room, and the only thing you could put in this room was this huge gym mat. Literally, right. that's like it's like let's put it in the gym mat room. So we like we were screwing around on this, and like I was standing off of it, and I said to like one guy to the other, like who was like we were like doing like wrestling moves and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, give him a sidewalk slam, just 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 nail him, just grab him up, just nail him, just like pick him up, like <laughs> scoop him up, and just nail him, do it. Do it, do it, do it. Just like just slam down, and he slammed the kid down. Right, the janitor? 
No, no, like this, oh, this, this is less one cool. larger kid into a smaller <laughs> kid. <laughs> the janitor's like, the janitor's well, nobody's around. Boom. Boom. <laughs> just nails the kid. So you're yelling, sidewalk slam, sidewalk slam. He slams him down, little kid, and uh, and just uh, cracks his sternum. Oh. Ow. Got a cracked sternum. And, like, literally from nothing else other than, like, the lower half of his body folded up onto the top <laughs> half of his body like a goddamn suitcase. Like... <laughs> You, like it wasn't even like a like a, there was no folding chair or like for an object. He just like he just folded, folded in on himself, ended up with a cracked sternum. So he smashed his knees into himself, I suppose. Whatever. That's actually probably exactly what happened. Yeah. Yeah. So imagine like that, you just like, had weak bones. Trying to you touch your knee, Scott? trying to touch your knee to your sternum. Imagine that. I, I grew up in Kelowna. Kelowna, British Columbia. Mm-hmm. That's that's not worth a clap. <laughs> What's uh? Is that near Penticton? Chad Kroger. It is. Yeah. It is, it is just Geography. just north of Penticton, by around forty minutes. Or Scott's very minutes. excited about Justin Trudeau's recent one. Oh, really? Well, well, because of the board culture. Because of the well, board yeah, culture. He, he does. He did. He did instruct snowboarding, which is pretty funny. <laughs> Scott Scott's a, a hard border. Hard border? I was actually a cool border uh, from the game Cool Borders. Nice. I liked Cool Borders. I liked 1080. <laughs> I, I liked Cool Borders. I think it was two where you could charge your spin. Yeah, and you just flip And you're just, you're just sort of like, you like line it up so you're like, I'm going to like be charging the spin for most of this hill, hit the big jump at the end, and then do like a 10,800 because it's like just the guys just like spinning like a top. They fixed that in three. Like in three, it became like three was terrible. Yeah. But but two, my God, that's how I learned how to snowboard. Apparently you can't just do spinny flip things. (laughs) You can't just constantly spin. It's like, oh, there's a little bump. I could probably do like uh, three back flips and like three. uh, Well, if you charge long enough. Yeah. Yeah. If you're like, if you're crouched long enough before hitting a jump, you can do fucking anything as soon as you hit the jump. Yeah. At, same as real life. Exactly. Like, I, you charge up spins. <laughs> crouch. Yeah. Hang on. Wait. It's a weird part about snowboarding. Ten minutes. Then you just get up and you're fucking like a top. Yeah, you str- you straight line it down the hill. Yep. You you get to around 130 kilometers an hour. <laughs> then you hit like a uh, an aerial like a ski mogul. jump. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a single mogul. And you're fine. You Spin. do around 900 backflips. Yeah. And then you land and ride away. Stomp the landing, and you get full points for style. <laughs> so you were a PlayStation kid? Was that a? Oh yeah, I loved PlayStation. So because you, you said fuck the Saturn, and then oh yeah, what? did you play? Did you ever play Jet Moto? Yeah, I played Jet Moto. Yeah. Jet Moto was good. Jet Moto was really good. Just kind of like, like better wave race. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was like flying flying jet skis, <laughs> basically. They're like wave race was like we have jet skis. Jet Moto was like we have these things that go on everything. <laughs> Realistically, PlayStation was like, let's, or whatever third party developer made that. I think that might have been an official Sony title. Oh, that's even better. They clearly just got lazy and didn't want to animate water. Yeah, they were just like, but there's a lot of work. I fucking love Jet Moto. I have both of those games on the PlayStation 3. Like, I bought them both as PS1 classics. Graphics on PlayStation 1 do not hold up. I thought it was going to be so much fun to go back, and I was like, no. I know. I, I, I had. Twisted Metal 2 on a PlayStation 3, yeah. and I'm like, this is going to be awesome. Nope. And you start playing it, you're like, wow. why does this look so terrible? <laughs> this, just, this was amazing when it was, this is just when trash. I was like, The young. worst is, uh, if you play Twisted Metal 3, is it 3? No, 4. four Twisted is, Metal Black. Twisted Metal, Metal Black. Black is amazing. Ooh. Don't you ever take that. PlayStation 2. PlayStation 2, you can kind of go they back to. They sped it up too much. 
all this was the new like in two that was the perfect speed. Yeah, it was deliberate. It was slow as hell. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> cars you are couldn't slow. really do anything, and you blew up the Eiffel Four, Tower. Yeah, the, all of, all of the all the level interaction in two was the best. Yeah. Like you could like set bombs and blow you up. You blow parts up of the it. Louvre also. Yeah, blow a hole through the Louvre, let the Eiffel Tower smash down into something, and it becomes a bridge. I'm gonna say I went to Paris. Not at all how that city's laid out. Yeah. I, I thought I would be able to find the Louvre <laughs> and the Eiffel Tower on, like, the same street. Yeah. I, could, I couldn't even drive a car through Champs-Élysées. I was pretty excited when I played uh, Tony Hawk's Underground 2 World Tour. Oh, Thug 2 World Thug Tour? Thug 2, yeah, World Tour. With Thug 2? Tony Hawk's Underground, so it's Thug. Yeah. That's how oh, it shortens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Starring Bam Margera and, like, half the Jackass crew. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you go to Spain in Barcelona, Barcelona is kind of laid out like it is in the level. Yeah, like it's, it's a skateboarding paradise. It's, it's a little more spread out, obviously. It's not all condensed into a thing. But I was like, in Barcelona, I was tripping out because of that game. And Sarah was like, I'm really upset that you're just excited to be in Barcelona because it's like the video yeah. game. And you're like, and you can grind over here. And then you can just like shoot up the mountain. And then there's a mechanical bull in that building <laughs> if you can jump high enough and get through the window. And Sarah's like... No, there isn't. I'm like, yes, there is. There is. <laughs> There's a mechanic. You just got to get through the window. Exactly. You just need to hit that little corner with enough speed <laughs> to shoot yourself up four flights into the air through the window. There's a mechanical bull. That's how you unlock Stevo. There's there's <laughs> some like benches in that like Gaudi designed yeah. in Barcelona mm-hmm. that people have just decimated like just I'm from sh- skateboarding and because <laughs> they and probably have all those like who designed Gaudi Gaudi he's like the, the guy who wrote the Casa Bestio <laughs> the Bone House he also designed a giant cathedral he died while building it they're like fantasy like fairy tale nothing castles. is at a right angle yeah they're uh, they're amazing I he's like, like a very famous architect House, you know? yeah and people just skateboard through his shit and just yeah, because they're all it, they're all kind of designed to be skateboarded ass. on. Yeah. Like if Gaudi like knew what he was like, yeah, it was like he saw the future and designed everything that he could possibly be to be like in a big bowl skate park. You should see my my video game design. It's called skateboarding through Frank Lloyd Wright houses. <laughs> Good times. What's up, Walter? You kind of zoned out there, bud. No, no, it was, no? no. I was just like I was going with that uh, with the imagery there. I like. I was wondering, like, does that F. Gaudi uh, fellow anything to do with the, the Bauhaus movement? Or uh, Bauhaus was a German movement. Gaudi he was though a Spanish, is Spanish man that did. Uh, but I feel like it extended to Spain. It's like Gothic. Uh, yeah, Ga- uh, Gaudi isn't that like a Gothic, uh, Gothic fantasy kind of. It's not really Gothic, but yeah, because it's it's much more. It has lots of curves. Yeah. Like the the Casa Bastillo, like the Bone House, it's all uh, everything kind of looks like femurs. <laughs> femurs made yeah. of femurs, yeah, like bones. Yeah, but like the, the the hook, like you know, like the the ball and the hook on the femur. You know what I'm talking about? The hooked ball. Yeah, you know, you know. I believe it's a ball and socket. Joke. Anyway, he's building. A, he built a big cathedral <coughs> that I think is almost is either complete or almost complete, right? Because he died, and then because absolutely every element of it needs to be made like handmade, because none of it is. Like straight lines or anything. Scott, like they're making it by hand. They're following his methods. Scott, tell us about Chris Dogger. What about Chris? Just tell us about Chris Dogger. Chris Dogger was supposed to be here. First of all, tell us why he's not here. Uh, because I asked him not to like come. an hour and a half ago. Oh. I gave him so much advance notice, <laughs> and by gave him so much advance notice, I mean I told you earlier today. <laughs> yes, and then I told him after a little bit, and then he was like, well, "I can't make it. That's too short notice." 
Yeah, but do you think but he really couldn't make it, or do you think he was just like? I think he just hates my guts. Oh. He just doesn't <laughs> like. <laughs> you guys are you guys are co-headlining room. a thing. We are, and uh, in December. And I think I think he November. Yes, in uh, not in, in September 2016. It's uh, November 12th through 14th. You guys are Scott Carter and Chris Dulger. You guys are. <laughs> 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 you guys are. I was yes, like, that maybe is you, both of our names. I was like, maybe there was a duo. Maybe you guys had a special duo name. Yeah, it's uh, uh, Scott it's Carter. Scott and Carter and Chris <laughs> Dulger uh, at Comedy Works. I'm just realizing now that in these photos, you guys are wearing like two different kinds of plaid. Well, that's that's weird. Dulger usually doesn't wear plaid. I know that's by design. And I've stopped wearing plaid in in, a, uh, in an attempt to wear more denim shirts. Nice. I just want to wear denim shirts all the time. Also, if you hold up the light a little bit, you could kind of see Guido's Just for Laughs icon kind of like bleeding through into your... Not really, though. No, you're crazy. You just oh, I, I'm, I'm actually going to cut out the Just for Laughs things on Guido's side. Just flip and it over. Paste it yeah. onto our side. On yeah. each and every one of them. So yeah. they're all slightly... And this all, is gonna all be like 3,000 of them. This is going to be like the top left of Dulger's head on, on Guido's postcards. No, actually, be, it makes Dulger look better. No, it'll be the date. It'll be the dates. No. Yep. <coughs> I think it'll be Chris Dulger's forehead. No, it'll be the dates. You're bad. Bad at feeling. <laughs> what episode is this? <laughs> this is episode. I want to say ninety four, ninety five. Yeah, you tell me that. You told me that 69? every episode. It could be episode sixty nine. We, we're coming up on our hundredth episode. We're coming up on our hundredth episode. We're probably going to be doing something in January. I Can you say. have a hundredth episode? Episode sixty nine spectacular. I was going to say we're going to have a hundred guests for our hundredth episode. I should start a podcast One. where every episode's episode sixty nine. Yeah, exactly. It's called episode sixty nine. Yeah. You're like episode sixty nine of episode sixty nine next week. That sounds like episode a government 69. a government cover cover up. Nice episode sixty nine. So on our last podcast, Walter, we had Derek Sagan, and we didn't know who the new prime minister was going to be, and now we do, and it's majority government. Sagan was way off. Who did he say? No, he said it was going to be minority. <laughs> he said it was going to be minority. He had a majority though. Yeah, exactly. I don't think anybody saw there was going to be a majority. Like I don't think that was a thing that people were. Nobody I feel like predicting. it was obviously going to be a majority. It's just that like our fucking media does such a piss poor job of reporting on things that like, uh, I think I feel like it was glaringly a majority and just like and polls suck a dick. I can't believe that Hillary didn't get elected. You know? Yeah, that's next year, right? I think. Oh, oh. is it? Yeah. Is it twenty sixteen? I really I wrote in Hillary on my ballot. Nice. I uh, wrote in as always Darth Vader because a vote for Vader is a vote for order. I wrote in the wrestler Vader. <laughs> Big, <laughs> Big Van Vader. Big Van Vader. That's one of Walter's favorite wrestlers. He's, He's so great. good. He's so good. Exactly. Walter really likes an athletic big man. <laughs> yeah, that man could fly. Yeah, exactly. Big guy doing a flip off the top rope. The fucking Stiff bed. as fuck. Stiff as fuck. Yeah, what, do you, what does stiff mean in the world of Walter? It sounds, in the world of wrestling, it sounds like it just erect. Erect. Yeah. No, no. Why would our listeners know what stiff means, though, if you're just throwing out wrestling terms? I think it, it makes plenty of sense what it means. Um, he's not loose. He's right. a large man. He's very stiff. And uh, that's all you need to know. <laughs> okay, so to you, Scott, what, is, what does a stiff wrestler mean? He's very stiff in the ring. Erect. As yeah. in his back is stiff. always straight. Mm-hmm. And his boner is peeking through. Peeking right through. <laughs> this is weird. Is weird, uh, like suspender tights. His singlet, he called it yeah. his Vader bone. 
Vader Bone. Big Bone Vader. He also liked to be called in bed. Mm. Are you going to explain what stiff is, or are you just going to leave it there? Just a guy that hits people hard. Yeah, exactly. If you're a stiff wrestler, it means that you're actually hitting the man when you are pretending to hit the man. You're like actually Ahmed Johnson. Didn't he get kicked out because he kept hurting people with his power bombs? I think he also got hurt a lot too, though. I think he both hurt people and got <laughs> hurt, hurt a lot. I seem to remember Ahmed Johnson was all about hurt. He really <laughs> threw down people when he power bombed them. Like that wouldn't surprise me. He was green as grass. Like it's like that Kevin Owen guy. If he threw people harder down at the ground when he does his pop up power bombs, yeah, but he has that like, look painful. But he has like he has. A, years, 15 a, years of wrestling yeah, exactly, experience yeah. Yeah. and not hurting people. No, like Ryback who threw down Ryan oh, yeah, down no, on his head and nearly broke a guy's neck. Ryback sucks. Ryback's yeah. like the worst. What's your, what, so you do know a little bit about wrestling, little I suppose, bit. or is it just because of Walter Bleeds over on TV? No, I watch, I, I, I just, I just watched Hell in the Cell a couple days ago. You watch ago. Hell in the Cell? Yeah. Oh. I just why, why don't you come like watch, watch with, with me and Keith? Shoot, next, yeah. uh, next, next pay-per-view, you can come by my, you don't even live that far. I know. We got we got to do Survivor Series. Yeah, yeah, we got to do Survivor Series. Survivor Series is uh, it tries really hard to be I think like a marquee one, but it's kind of not. It's one of the four though, right? It's supposed to be yeah, one of the yeah. original four pay per views. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I, like I grew up loving Survivor Series with the uh, with the like. It always felt like there was so much at stake because yeah. there's there's always like like realistically, I can't think back on any good Survivor Series moments in my mind. Uh, Michael's Michael's Bret Hart. Yeah, but that wasn't a Survivor like, Series match. That was just at Survivor Series. That was just Series. a match. But it was at Survivor Series. Like, yeah, the, the like Survivor the Series Survi- match like, is rarely noteworthy. Like the four-on-four four tag or whatever it five was. Five-on-five. Five. Five yeah, five-on-five elimination tag. Yeah, like it's so – I've never seen a good one, I don't think, but it's always such mm-hmm. a, a big part of my growing up, I guess. The only one, the only one that kind of like – the only one that really sticks out was the one when uh, – SmackDown and Raw were fighting each other. That was the only one that, like, I even remember in my head was like there were two shows having a having a fight out. Remember when WWF just took everything that Eric Bischoff did in WCW and kind of made it their own? And then they actually like, bought Let's it. do the exact same thing as they did with NWO. <laughs> so that we're going to pay our guys way less, so we're going to make it profitable. Yeah. Like what? The <laughs> Raw versus SmackDown. Just having two facets of the same show. Yeah, exactly. When NWO was trying to run the show. Raw vs. SmackDown is... Remember when NWO wanted to be their own show and they wanted to like take over Nitro? Like when they had Sold Out. Yeah. Yep. Sold Out was great. Yes. Sold Out. S-O-U-L-D. Yeah, exactly. If you were wondering why it was spooky out. also. We're Halloween Havoc. <laughs> Halloween Havoc was an old... How didn't you call... This Halloween show with Halloween Havoc. Why wasn't it Night Fight it's, Halloween Havoc? It's funny because <laughs> a couple of years ago, Leland and I did our first night fight, not last, our first Halloween night fight, not last year, but the year before. And <laughs> the year before, we did it at Mainline Theater, and and I just ripped off the Halloween Havoc logo. Nice. So, yeah, I did that two years ago. <laughs> You're like, already done it? <laughs> already done it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I've previously incorporated the uh, <laughs> the Halloween Havoc. Yeah. Well, did you? Re- I read, by the way, that <coughs> WWE actually can't use the uh, Halloween Havoc logo, really, because or like because they don't actually, for some reason, who still owns anything? Yeah, somebody, WCW? somebody outside of WWE still has the copyright on Halloween Havoc. That's really funny. I don't even know. I hope they're using that to their fullest. How good they? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They don't need to. to I hope they're getting every single 
B-grade wrestler that isn't in the two promotions. Yeah, exactly. Currently. If you Google Halloween Havoc right now, it still happens every Halloween. It's just like <laughs> fucking Nowheresville, America, the official like, Halloween Havoc. We with got Hacksaw bunch. Jim Duggan again this year. <laughs> Halloween <laughs> Havoc. He can't stand. Walter, he's diabetic. Walter and I were watching a 1989 edition of Halloween Havoc where it was – all I remember was – Terry Funk was definitely in there. Oh, yeah. I love Terry, Terry Funk. Terry <laughs> Funk versus – Flair was there. Sting was there. Terry uh, Funk could have fought himself in a match. Either way, they had a big giant cell, and they had, uh, like, cobwebs and stuff <laughs> over the cell <laughs> to make it spookier for Halloween Havoc. So they dressed they, it up like a bar? And they, they, <laughs> yeah. they, they called it a, the, a Thunderdome cell. Thunderdome. And, and then they were yeah. trying to, like – and the best is, like, it's the fucking best because it's the 80s. They're trying to, like, sell this as though it's, like, a match type. And they're like, what's different about a Thunderdome match over, like – a regular cage. cage match, and they're like, if anything goes in a Thunderdome match, like, you go, you're different when you come out, and all. It's like, it's just a big cage. It's like, it's in no way. Like really when they decided to put a top on it and be like, <laughs> it's, it's a, a hell of a cell. It's like, 100% just a big cage. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, well. Anyway, <laughs> when they're lowering the Thunderdome, because they just didn't give a fuck about anything, there's lights and stuff on it, and that. Dollar store cobweb shit is flammable as hell. No, and there, no, there was also <laughs> actual pyrotechnics. And there were some pyrotechnics in it that were supposed to go off. That's yeah. true. They always had their pyrotechnics. On top, on the cage anyway, as it's lowering. Catches yeah. on fire. <laughs> there's there's a small fire and you see like stagehands. People are like scrambling shit. up the cell That's in a panic. Fuck yeah. it. And like, I was the, like, holy shit, Thunderdome matches are so scary. And, like, the stagehands are putting out the fire. I was, like, I was trying to, like, wonder what that would have, like, registered to me as a kid. I'd be like, this is fucking real. Like, there's so much danger. Like, the, and the, oh, yeah, and that's it. And the Thunderdome match was uh, had kayfabe electrified. Like, the... the, oh, awesome. the, the, the Really? K- no, was that the same one? The announcers kept saying, and they were like, and remember, this cage will randomly electrify. <laughs> <laughs> Like, no, it's not always electrified. Because there was there was one, just there was a famous one where where Cactus Jack was in the match, and at one point, like, but there was one where like you the wrestlers in the in the oh there was like a, there was like a could control the electrified fence via a lever, and then Cactus Jack goes over, and before he touches it, the thing just breaks, and so the lever falls down. So now they need to like kayfabe be always be electrified. I no, and then, and then like I. Brings it back. Oh, anyway, wrestling's the best. <laughs> um, let's, t- let's let's plug shit and get to five questions. Plug shit and get to five questions. You're gonna run it run, run it short. You want to run it on a on a short train? Choo choo. Let's plug some stuff. You want to plug some stuff? What do you guys have coming up? Well, it's it's when this is coming out in a couple days. Two days. Yes. Yes. This is gonna come so out on November. That the will be the day. The, the first our first show? weekend. Our first our first November weekend. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, What's coming out tonight? I'm, October, I'm in town. October was awesome. Yeah. Scott and I witnessed like how cool October yeah, was. It was a good month. A lot of good, good stuff month. went down in October. Uh, ben Miner. Mm-hmm. And now are you, are, you plugging, are you plugging the past? Pl- absolutely. Yeah. Plug. Let's plug stuff. Let's talk about how great October was. You guys should was. have come to our shows. Uh, <laughs> there was Michelle Wolf, courtesy Get Brunch Club. Courtesy Brunch Club, Michelle Wolf. Yeah. There was uh, boom, 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 boom. Uh, there was uh, Dan Toretto came Toronto, down first weekend. The first weekend. Yeah. So, so we are, uh, so we are. No, we were plugging the past. <laughs> Rodney, hey, Ram- uh, Rodney Ramsey, Ro- Rodney, Rodney Ramsey, Ramsey for Halloween. Yeah. yeah, and then there was the knife fight Halloween, which was just crazy, absolute insanity. Guest special guest yeah, stars. There's still blood everywhere from it. There's actual still blood. On the walls. Like I don't even know how you got blood over here, but there's is blood there? on those. Walls. Is there some? Yeah. Where? Like r- right there. Holy shit! Yeah, there is blood. 
That I'm might gonna say ten feet away. Zone. Oh my god, that might that might be the burlesque act. Also have blood though. No wait, you know what? That was absolutely yes. <laughs> oh, definitely. What the hell? How did that happen? I don't even know how you got blood on the ceiling. No, well, <laughs> that might actually be from the like, burlesque act. Did you see the bathrooms on Halloween? How they just wow. had uh, that like that creepy uh, see-through. Pa- uh, plastic yeah. stuff that you chop up bodies like on Dexter. Dexter. It was like, yeah. yeah, it was like a Dexter. And then they bathroom, just had yeah. blood like yeah. splattered on it. That looked like we were just actually trying to cover up a murder scene. <laughs> and it was, looked like uh, we just uh, were uh, too uh, lazy to clean uh, up uh, a lot uh, of blood. Hey, Walter, Walter, you want to get some plastic wrap up in the bathroom? We did something horrible. <laughs> Could you, could you just hang up some de- decorations? Well, get some, uh, get some Halloween decorations. <laughs> Halloween, they, take, they take Halloween very, very seriously. Comedy works. They do actual murders. For <laughs> there was a blood sacrifice last night, Walter. Could you, uh, could you just Walter. put up some? Uh, could, there was could you just put up some plastic. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's pawn it off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit. So what do you have coming up on November, Walter? Oh, so much good stuff. We got <laughs> Okay, have you heard about September's lineup? <laughs> Guido Cocomelo is up this weekend. This is coming up in two days. It's like so, the first night so of Guido Cocomelo. So the, yeah, exactly. So if you're got, like looking for Guido, plans Gu- tonight, Guido Cocomelo's Thursday. first crack headlining a, a club. That's gonna be great. He's gonna kill it. Mm-hmm. Um and then Lovely uh, man. Lo- great, great I gotta guy. say I like him way better with the beard. Next weekend yeah, he's a handsome man with a beard. I've seen beard, no beard, Guido, and beard is better guido if you're yeah, listening I if you agree. have a beard keep I it agree. next weekend <laughs> i don't even like know when i agreed to this or like how this happened but scott carter and chris Dolger, but it's gonna be fantastic I, i'm gonna I, I, that, that sounds like not a vote of confidence the best was you agreed to it and then i started working here like a week later and, and so it then it looked like super collusion yeah, yeah, like was i was very say, nepotistic was it or was it not related to the blood sacrifice that scott performed in the bathroom mostly about the blood sacrifice right yeah. got it um, what, what's coming up on November? I want to say twenty something. It's crazy, actually, and this is. Gonna be, I don't know if I talk. I wanted to talk to you about this, Keith, actually, because somebody who you are somebody who Keith. we've both spoken to. Oh, Mark Little, <laughs> yeah. Mark Little's here for. Do you, do you know? But like, Mike, only Keith knows how funny this is. <laughs> that like that I'm gonna once again I'm going to come face to face with. <laughs> but mine, but that's a brunch club show, right? Yeah. So you didn't actually talk so to Mark Little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Walt, Walter somehow Mark got Mark I didn't Little. do anything to Mark Little. I may have done something to Mark Little. It's fine. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to be fine. Mark Little's been has been on the show once or twice, <laughs> maybe twice, maybe once. He did like a couple of, like just for last. Yeah, things. he's done some of the just for last spots with us. And then maybe one night I had a couple drinks. And anyway, uh, <laughs> sexually harassed him. No, I, I take out the God. sexual and then you're there. <laughs> just her- just harassed. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to induct Mark Little into the Four Horsemen, I believe. You tried to induct a lot of people into the Four Horsemen. That's a great idea. Mostly though. Mark Little, though. No, Mark Little and uh, and what do you call it? Matt Myra also. Like Matt it was super Myra. fun. Yeah, we were like it was like the you know there the, the you know you know the open bar uh, the open bar night at at Just for Laughs. Yeah, no, I, I, I that's why they don't do this anymore. <laughs> Did they? Did they? There wasn't one this year. No, I'm kidding. No, there was one this yeah. year. Yeah, it was gonna be. I was I was uh, out of town this year. So anyway, so we're there at the at I the. I op- to watch everyone pretend to be everyone else's best friend. It's the best, and they don't know how important you are, so they have to pretend. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I was like, I was having just just chit chatting with Matt Myra, and I see Walter like locks eyes with me, and then is just like drunkenly beelining towards, and I was like. Just real quick heads up, this guy who's coming up to me 
up to us is my co-host, and he's probably going to offer you a spot in the Four Horsemen. And Nightmare's like, like the wrestlers? I was like, yes. And then Walter's like, I've got a spot for you in the Horsemen. And he's like throwing up the four hand sign or whatever. And Myra's like, is this like a bit? And I'm like, nope. This is not a bit. <laughs> this is... <laughs> We're not pitching you anything. This is just what's happening. It was <laughs> our local Ric Flair. <laughs> exactly. It was years ago. Though. Local funny man Ric Flair Ling. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just the best reaction being like, is this a bit? And I was like, nope. This years is ago. Yeah. Yeah. Two? <laughs> three? Last month. Last month. No, 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 no less than two years ago. Yeah, it was at least two or three years ago. Let's get him into the conference. Either way, it was hilarious. Walter offering absolutely everybody a spot was the fucking best. Like, I think that you've left your mark on the Montreal comedy scene forevermore. That and Ron Funches. That was... <laughs> I'm hoping... Uh, well, no, Funches was fun. Though. Funches was hilarious. Ron Funches was getting into a, a little car because they were driving him from uh, the Underworld venue back it's to the really, Hyatt. It's really funny to think of Ron Funches getting into a little tiny clown <laughs> car. And either way, yeah. I was like, I was like, Funches, I was like, you don't need a car. It's not very far of a walk. And he just looks at me and does like his little like Ron Funches giggle and was like, fuck you. And then the little car drove away. And yeah. I was like, this is the greatest moment. And then, good. then turns out he's a huge wrestling fan too. As we were talking he to is. him later, I was wondering. I was wondering when wrestling was going to come into this. Yep. I know he's a it's great big ring fan. And then you could talk to him about wrestling. Right? If he was ever here. No, but uh, in Montreal. Uh, Ron Funches. He was here. This is what we're talking about. Works. Yeah, Ron Funches is more than welcome at the Comedy Works. I'm just throwing the door wide open for him. We know he's a listener. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what else do you have? You have So that's the Brunch Fight, Mark Little Show? Brunch Fight. <laughs> brunch Fight Show, yes. Uh-huh. And the, the Brunch Club Show. And then uh, Mark brunch Little. Fight. Mark, it'll be Mark Little <laughs> one-off a one off on the yeah. Thursday. And then the, the two other days of that weekend. Is uh, he not with... And with, with friends, Chris, yeah, is he Chris, not with Locke. Chris Locke. Chris Locke, mm-hmm. yes, he's coming in with Chris Locke as, as well. And Mark's also uh, Tom Henry, I see. Exactly. I like Tom Henry quite yeah. a bit. Funny guy. Yeah. Then what's uh, what's closing up the month? Uh, there's also James. No, Davis James. And that weekend. Oh yeah, James right. Because there's the other two dates. Yes, but, uh, exactly. James Davis, and then uh, how can we forget James Davis from uh, Los Angeles? Angela Mullinger mm-hmm. after. And then and then uh, James Mullinger. Is he still uh, doing a TV show? Is the, he going to be filmed again? The United Kingdom's James Mullinger. The United Kingdom's last and, and I don't know if this has been announced anywhere or if I've mentioned this, but none other than um, John Bennett. Hmm? John Bennett is going to come in to MC that weekend. Whoa! Ba, 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 Franchise, su- uh, fringe superstar John fringe Bennett. Fringe superstar John Bennett. Which is pretty like exciting. You, like, every, who doesn't like, find me someone who doesn't like John. He pretends like. things are a cock. <laughs> you should just, that weekend, you should just be like, hilarious accents at the comedy works. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just being like, watch an Australian prevent, present a British man and a clap. as <laughs> You think their accents are hilarious. So what are you going to do with Dogger, like, on your weekend? Are you, are you guys going to, like, like, get on stage together and tickle each other? Or? Well, that's the plan. Right. Like, it's mostly a pillow fight. But so, there's other elements. We're mm. also going to cook a nice Trinidadian meal. Oh. oh. And nice. uh, uh, none of this is happening. Oh. We're just doing straight up comedy. Uh, uh, so, Who do you think would cook a better Trinidadian meal, you or Dogger? Uh, me? Me? I saw, I saw <laughs> That's confidence, though. Yeah. I like that. Like, I'm fairly. I don't know about <laughs> Chris Dogger's cooking uh, uh, prowess, but uh, you're just even gonna... though he's Trinidadian. Uh, you think you're a better cook? Yeah, definitely. That's fair. I think that's pretty fair. You ever like cook a like dig a hole like in the earth and like throw some coals down there and cook some meat in there? What? No, 
Sometimes I make a fire on the earth. Like a fire mm. pit. Like just like a, a fire. Just a, f- just a fire. Just and, and then, then I throw like a <laughs> fish in some tin foil in it. I was going to say. And it comes out tasting like bones and terrible. <laughs> nice. Because every time you catch a fo- fish and then cook it when you're camping, it's the worst thing ever. I was going to say, though. You're just that doing it for novelty at that point. Yeah, you're just trying to pretend that you could, like, survive. You're like, a- look at me. Caught my own food today. And caught, caught and prepared Rainbow my own trout food. with just <laughs> bones. Hurts, so hurts much going bones. Down. Have, you ever, have you ever tried to cook and eat pike and you realize pike is also all bone? Mm. So much bone in pike. And then it's the worst. I used to, as a kid, to be like, we could eat sunfish. And my dad's like, you're an idiot. They're garbage fish. And I was like, but I've caught them. <laughs> I was like, I want to eat what I caught. Literally every fish I've ever caught has been a garbage fish. <laughs> like, like, I could have just caught that fish and then thrown it in the trash. <laughs> That's how bad the fish are to eat. Like, I should honestly just catch and release all I was, the time. I was really... Ice fishing fish are good. Uh, yeah, they're, I, they're refrigerated already. Yeah, I was the, the worst. So you just cut the fillets off, them, though. I was the worst child to take fishing all of all times because I have like pretty bad ADD and like was didn't have any way to like control it as a kid. I used to in an aluminum boat. Here's the thing that I like to do. My dad got so mad, tap the boat with the fishing pole to make like ting ting ting. My dad's like, scare the fish. All of the fish in like a two mile radius are gone. I'm like. Well, then let's fucking move the boat, Dad. <laughs> like, what do you want from me? <laughs> and it was like, the notion of waking up so early, getting into a boat, and then just sitting there with a stick, being really quiet. I was like, why is my dad making this happen? <laughs> Does he hate me? Yep. Like, my brother was super into fishing, but I was like, fuck it. Fishing really sucked until I found out uh, how great booze and weed are. Yeah. And right. You just <laughs> sit in a boat, getting fucked up, and you're like... Whatever, I caught a fish. That's amazing. Let's <laughs> but that's go back I just, to the shore. And I just cut out I the fishing. This. Like Sarah and I will just go out in a little boat and just drink on the boat. And I'm like, I'm this. I'm getting the pleasure of fishing. Uh, I don't want to promote this because that's illegal. I think. Getting and a, drawn a pedalo? Not, and, oh, I think it's that's a motorboat. I think. Yeah, I think like, that it is a motor. A pedalo. You're, you're just fine. floating in the water on a thing. If you're a pedalo <laughs> or a rowboat, I think you're all right. As long as there's no engine involved, I think it's fucking fine. But who wants to do anything without an electric, a little electric, like <laughs> three horsepower motor that gets you going around three kilometers an hour so you yeah. control? Yeah, it's the only way to catch fish. Agreed. Isn't it troll? Yeah, I don't care. Troll, 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 troll. I think there's a W in it. It's T R A W. Yeah, it's T R O L L. Really? Yeah. Troll. Trolling. Agreed. Huh. It's, uh, it's also you do it under bridges. Yeah, and then you, and on the internet, and most. you ask people questions. <laughs> Three of them. You do it on the internet, and you just try to get people mad at you. Five questions. Five questions. <laughs> oh, like a troll would ask. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Answer me the these bridge. questions. Three. Walter. Plus two. Number one. What do you? Uh, who's uh, What's the girl? What do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> Great delivery. We need to like <laughs> whatever. We're changing them at episode 100. We decided <laughs> we only have to do this for another like five or six. But they episodes. know what they are now. Uh, what did you want to be when you grew up, Walter? Oh, me again? Yep. <laughs> are we comparing this against previous answers? I have no idea. I don't know if we've ever asked you these questions. Um, I feel like I wanted to be. Uh, sometimes I wanted to be like a stuntman, and then other times a daredevil, and then one time a poet. Uh-huh. Like a warrior poet? Nope. Nope. Like one with a beret. Nice. Badass. Scott, same question. <laughs> I always wanted to be a, 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 an architect. Really? Yeah. Like, were were you... What 
was there like cool buildings in Kelowna where you're like, I could fucking <laughs> build it. No, I could no, draw no. a cooler building than that, and other people could build it. If you've ever been to Kelowna, you'll know how funny that statement <laughs> is. There is not a single cool building in Kelowna. Aww. The entire bi- city is built in one. It's just boxes and nice. then highways. It sounds pretty terrible. But yeah. I, I I liked architecture. Uh, okay. Do you have a favorite building in Canada? In Canada? Yeah. Putting on the spot here as you putting your childhood on the I spot. Like, I like that miniature Empire State Building we've got in this city. <laughs> like the one that's just the Empire State Building. But tiny. Like it's, it's only like 40 stories I or like, whatever. I like fake Is that what it's Notre supposed to Dame be? also. It's yeah. very similar. Yeah, it's right across the street from fake Notre Dame. If we <laughs> we have a replica street in the city. Yeah. We have a tiny Notre Dame cathedral that's only a block big. Like, they're just building sets in the city, so hopefully other cities or, like, countries will film here. Yeah, exactly. Other countries can do, like, trick of angles (laughs) to make them look way bigger. We need to film at Notre Dame. Let's go to Montreal. It's true. Notre Dame was, uh, well, Montreal was Paris in the 60s and X-Men. Yeah. So, that worked out. Question number two. Number two. um, Walter. Who's the greatest person ever? Nope. It's what, what was your worst fashion choice? What of was your worst time? fashion choice? Old time. Walter, answer. Uh, <laughs> what? Like again? Like I feel like I've gone through all these. Um, worst fashion choice? I, um, uh, I, whew, baggy cargo pants. Nice. Uh, Scott, same question. Oh, when I was in middle school, I had a, a, a pocket watch on a chain. Oh, me too. Yeah, oh. same. Same. Like Not a waist, a waist watch. <laughs> I was it a wastewatch? Oh yeah, like yeah, like on, on a loop on a thing. Yep. Oh yeah, that was the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Why were we old timey men? Like, <laughs> why did the three of us decide to be and like Victorian like, era I can even men. remember. I can even remember people being like, "What the fuck are you doing, Walter? Stop doing that!" And I was like, yeah. "Fuck you." People yeah. be like, "What's the time?" I pull out a watch and have to and open it. Press the button. You're like, hmm. My wife and child are on the other side <laughs> of this. <laughs> uh, an inspirational inscription from my grandfather is engraved into the inlet. You know, I had several. I think I had two or three ones. To the point where my parents bought me, like, a really nice one for my, like, grade 11 graduation. And I was like, what? And, like, but, I, but then I got to college and was like, fucking ditch this watch. And, like, never used it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fucking weird. Why? The fact that all three of us... At separate high schools, not knowing each other, we're like fucking pocket watch. I think it's like just that beat out uh, like a Fubu sweater. It wasn't even a pocket watch. It was just like a thing. It was like a carabiner kind of. No, no, no. Deal. Mine was a pocket watch. The chain. I I tried I, I tried to have that <laughs> one point, but I think it instantly <laughs> broke. No, you did. You have you had the pocket oh, watch with the, the chain. Pocket watch with the chain. Yeah, yeah. Scott and I knew where it's at. You had just had a pocket watch on your belt. It's like a belt. Like if I had a waistcoat, it would have made a lot more sense. I have more vests. To be fair, I I just had. A, it looked I, like a wallet my thing, chain. My thing yeah. just hung down and was like in you know, like a, a that, glass. Th- you might have touched on that. I, I, I broke it back. one time, I think, shoveling. I think I think that now that you say that, my mom might have forbid me from having a wallet chain. And I was like, how about a pocket watch? I'm going to have a pocket watch. You can't fucking forbid me from having a pocket watch. That's Victorian style. So I might have just wanted to rock a little chain. Everyone uh, wanted to rock a little chain in the 90s. Exactly. That's it. This you is, weren't cool unless you had a chain you had somewhere. A chain. Same thing, even like a wallet chain. How did that get to be so fucking cool? That was just like the standard of... Well, you needed to hang something off of your gigantic shorts. Yeah. Well, I, I always figured that the... And like This is how I tried to convince my mom that I needed a wallet chain was because I skateboarded. And I was like, when you're jumping, your wallet can just pop out of your shorts. Yeah. And she was like, that's stupid. It's weirdly a great <laughs> idea to stop your wallet from getting stolen from you. Yeah. Exactly. But also another great idea to never have sex again. Mm-hmm. 
both those things. Yeah. But back in the day, you couldn't have sex unless you had That's true. a fucking wallet chain. Question number three. Who is the greatest person of all time? Scott. Oh, greatest person of all time. Uh, the inventor of the pocket chain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say uh, Chris Dolger. Chris Dolger. There it is. Co-headliner. Co-headliner uh, yeah, next weekend, Comedy Works. Let's leave it at that and go on to the next question. <laughs> now, we should – we actually have a stand-up comedy question, which is kind of fortunate because Derek Sagan – We're done in five, okay? Huh? No more, no less. Five. Done in five. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, Derek Sagan <laughs> – you made it longer by saying that. Derek Sagan asked a stand-up fucking comedy-related question. So is there any line in stand-up comedy that you should never be allowed to cross? Uh, to a point. To a point. If you're really good at what you do, then no, there shouldn't be a line. But you ever, you never, you never but make, I'm not make, really good at what I do. So you, you have never, to be never like make to a point jokes. Like, yeah, no, I've never made to a point joke. Uh, so so I like you, you know, like if you're really clever and and you you really convey it really well, you can so joke about. So if anything. your delivery is like fucking on point, you can do anything. Yeah. But I almost feel like David Pryde could say anything. Yeah, he like wants. David Pryde can pretty much get away with whatever kind of joke crazy. he wants because he's so damn charming and somewhat nervous when he's telling them. <laughs> and everyone's just like, oh, yeah. And also, it's extraordinarily well crafted. Huh. So, with skill, you can do anything. Yeah, no. I'd like, you know, That's you fair. can joke about anything as long as you know how to do as it. As long as you do it well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was always the, the whole. But most people don't know how to do it, so yeah, they exactly. Come off I think that's where you being assholes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fun. Now, Scott, the tables have turned. Turning a table. What question would you like to ask to our future guest without knowing who it is? Well, you think about it. Walter and I can talk about wallet change some more while you think about it. No, why? Why do you think that the mine three also of us had, had a little compass? <laughs> no, mine also had a little compass on it, and it like That's it was sort of like much. hanging down from the thing. I think I went through maybe about three of them total, but like one broke instantly. Like when I tried to like shovel like with like, and it would hang down and it had like a little like like carabiner like clip belt clip thing. So do, I, do you want to say? I'm, I'm going to say why would anyone ever wear a pocket watch? Exactly. <laughs> mine didn't even wasn't on my pocket. It just like hung loose from my belt. That yours is weirder now though. Like. Yeah. Yours is like you didn't even embrace. You like, might as well have had it on a necklace. And it would, oh, and it would, like play with oh my god, that's so so badass. And it would flip around. <laughs> it'd spin, it'd spin. Yeah, you got that that spinny thing, or else you get the chain all spun up, and nobody wants to deal with a spun up chain. Why would anyone wear a pocket watch? Why would anyone want to deal with a spun up chain? That's the question. Uh, would you wear a pocket watch? <laughs> would you? Be Are you the, wearing a pocket watch? <laughs> would you be in a so band many pocket called watch Spun Up Chain? <laughs> Uh, Final question: What's the time? <laughs> prove, prove that you don't have a pocket watch by telling me what time it is right now. But in a way, we all have pocket watches. I on keep our my phones. phone on a chain. Some of us are pocket watches deep at heart. Pocket watches. There was um, Dave Grohl's first ever solo effort album is called Pocket Watch. That's useless information. I know. It's not bad. It's not bad though. It's pretty good. It's very. It's like he was still with Nirvana when he recorded it. Scott, tell us about the weekend. Well, Chris Dolger and Scott Carter are we have co-headlining. We, have, uh, we have, uh, uh, the wonderful Faisal Butt. 
as the host of the show. Ooh. We have uh, Oh, Faisal's hosting? Yeah. It's going to be amazing. I know. It's going to be so good. I just when, for, oh shit. When we have a better comedian than both a dogger. Why did Faisal agree to do this? Cuz Faisal's the man. Faisal's the man. We got we got uh, Morgan on I two of put, the shows. We should put on the flyers for fuck's sake. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> should have put him on the flyers. Faisal's face in the whole thing. <laughs> Hosted by Faisal. Faisal butt hosts. <laughs> it just says that, and you're like, huh? What? Uh, yeah. Morgan O'Shea? Yeah, we have Morgan on two shows. Bruno on three shows. Uh, Bruno Lee. Bruno San Martino. Uh, yes, Bruno San Martino. <laughs> uh, legend of wrestling, Bruno San Martino. Nice. And maybe that one person who sent you the message, who I told you sent you the message about the thing, but we're not going to mention because we haven't decided about that. Wow, this is great podcasting. On that note. So come out to the Comedy Works, I guess, all November long. Yes. Every show in November is going to be a a raucous. You will almost certainly see one of the two people sitting with you. It's going to happen in November. and If there's an empty slot, like I'll figure this out this week before this goes up. But like at some point, I might just break out the turkey deep fryer. And we will celebrate American Thanksgiving. Have so about November to pass, dismember yeah. a turkey. A turkey deep fried in oil <laughs> in the garbage alley out back. Doesn't this sound, doesn't sound appetizing. Near the has been alley. go plug yourself. Another stellar episode. Three episodes left till number one hundred. Probably more than that. <laughs> Those sweet, sweet piano tunes you're listening to right now come courtesy of Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude. Oh man, that was some great podcasting, wasn't it? Anyhow, be sure as always to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, add us on iTunes, buy our stuff, and basically try as hard as you can to make us happy in every single way possible. Uh, of course, be sure to check back every day on 9to5.cc for comics on Wednesdays, podcasts on Thursdays, Scott or Sophie's art on Fridays, and seriously, we'll try as hard as we can to get Zombies and Loathing, Fuck Mondays, and Templars back as soon as we can. Thanks for listening, everyone. 9to5.cc We're not working. Why should you?